This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Slaying for Me. I am so freaking excited i hope all is well i hope you guys are staying cool it has been a heat wave here in philadelphia pennsylvania child it has been hot and uh i know i didn't sweat i know i didn't sweat off like five six seven eight pounds i'm gonna give myself eight pounds okay because <laughs> it's been hot as satan's toenails outside I think all over the country, but in Philadelphia on this East Coast weather, it has been hot. And, you know, East Coast hot is different from down South hot because, you know, I think I feel like the heat rises from the ground and it it goes all the way up to the top. So your feet be hot and your body be hot and your thoughts be hot. So it's been pretty warm here, but I've been staying cool. I hope everybody is staying hydrated. Make sure you um, are taking care of yourself and you're staying hydrated and making sure everything is okay. Um, This past week was eventful, honey. It it was an eventful week for me. Um, it, it's a lot of things that happen, but I'm going to get into that later on today. But I just want to introduce a wonderful person. So each month I'm going to be um, doing a girl chat with a great person that I know we have really good conversations about life and just about things in general. We always challenge one another's perspective on life and I wanted to do a girl ch- chat segment on the Slaying For Me podcast because I feel like sometimes you need that. I'm a girl. Sometimes I like the kiki and sometimes kiki is a good way for you to learn stuff about yourself and just get other people's perspective on the world. So I would like to introduce somebody that's near and dear to me. I've known her my whole life and she's known me her whole life. But um, as of right now, we are women. We are mothers. We're um we're wives, we're all that, that great thing. We've um, transitioned to be great women. So going from children into women, it's good to have a conversation with somebody you've known your whole life. So now introducing Jerrica Anderson. Jerrica, are you there? Hi, I'm here. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. It what, has it been hot in St. Louis? Hot, baby. Hot, <laughs> hot, hot. <laughs> what have you been doing? Uh, have, have you been? Uh, I know I've been indulging in the freeze pops. Have you been getting there to the freeze pops, friend? Freeze pops. You know that's my favorite thing. Ever since I. <laughs> Ever since I had got pregnant, that's just been an addiction, you know? You you was addicted to freeze pops when you were pregnant? Freeze pops. Honey, the only thing my kid ate while I was pregnant was freeze pops and french fries, period. That was your craving? Yes. Girl, what type of food? What french fries from where? French fries, McDonald's. I don't even eat McDonald's, but McDonald's fries was hitting. <laughs> and at the time, Taco Bell had them fries out with that nacho cheese sauce. <laughs> Baby, I was it's taking you back. It's taking you back. I was like, uh, James, uh, you need to go to Taco Bell today, you know. Did you ever have like one of those days where you couldn't feed that craving and you had an emotional breakdown? Oh, no, baby, because he better fix it. <laughs> you put me in this predicament, you better go get it. I don't care what time is it. Go get my stuff. Didn't it take two, though, friend? Was you included? Girl, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember participating in the act we call sex to create the baby. I was just laying there. 
he came <laughs> he came in. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Mm-mm. Oh my God. So I mean, I know it's a lot of things that's been happening this week. What's what's new that's happened for you this week? Girl, I realized that I'm getting old. Like, for real, for real. <laughs> what? What happened? My body has broke down this week. Like, oh my first God. of all, I don't know. I went out to eat, and then I felt like I had food poisoning. And the same day I felt like I had food poisoning, I tried to clean the couch and make my back. I, I sprained my back or muscle or something, honey. You pulled the muscle the cleaning, girl. Girl, I said, man, it's official. <laughs> the age is catching up. <laughs> Not it's official. You've been waiting for the day or something? No, but it's like lower. And then I'm like, it was so bad. I had to go to the emergency room. <gasps> No. And the whole time, girl, I'm in the emergency room. I'm like, oh, Lord, please protect me from COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're back hurting and you trying not to die from COVID. Girl, I mean, I have an anxiety. I'm like, oh, Lord. Oh, my girl. God. Then, in the midst of that... My tooth started hurting. I'm like, oh, no. Nah, Girl, you just got too much, too many struggles. Hello? <laughs> so what's wrong with your tooth, friend? Girl, I don't know, baby, but I'm going to the dentist in the morning. Come get it. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> but you know pulling it out is going to be hard. It's going to hurt. For a the second, for a minute, for it hours. It's gone. But the lifetime is gone. <laughs> it's going to be beneficial. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You out here struggling, girl. I feel and for you. I and then, you. on top of being in pain and having a toddler, so she's been in the house for 18 days. Girl, you been in the house for two days. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. How'd she get 18? where that number come girl, from? Girl, she said, baby, it's been a lifetime. Them two days like a lifetime. <laughs> oh, my God. Dramatic much? Talk about 18 days. She done pulled that number out of nowhere. Girl, well, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for your healing friend because you, you said you'd have been through it this week. I, I, I can't even top it. I can't even. I don't got nothing even to top that. Talk about my body. You got shit some. What, what you got? Because you got some. Girl, um, don't leave me out here by myself. I ain't trying to leave you out here by yourself, but you had you threw me off. You you had a list. <laughs> you had a long list. Um, this week, I mean, basically for me, it's been like adjusting to i'm working in this new building and adjusting to my new co-workers so you know i'm you know me i'm (laughs) non-confrontational i am non-confrontational you know the type of person that i am when i get into conflicts i'll be looking at people like i'm not a part of this so Mm -hmm. you know i'm pretty would you consider me a pretty um even toned person when it comes to conflict Um... oh you thought too long you thought too long friend (laughs) You thought too long. That should have been home. Not even. Uh, po- yeah. Possibly. Why do you say possibly? Depending. Depending on <laughs> what? The situation. Okay. You should have finished that sentence out. But I mean, I mean, me and a coworker, she, um, we got into like a miscommunication conversation Mm -hmm. and it has you know how you get into a disagreement with somebody or you guys have like a little test with someone and they ride it out you know like like they ride it out like they uh huh 
they hold they hold on to it like we you know how you be like oh well it's not really a big deal like say me and you get into oh, this well see no i don't know that because i'm that person that hold on to it. <laughs> <laughs> well speaking about yourself <laughs> Well, at least you're honest, though. That's truth, truth, though. That's and a truth, that's truth. truth, baby. So, on. as a I'm person like you, way. like a person like you, <laughs> okay, hold on to some stuff, and mm-hmm. you don't, you don't, you say you squashed it, but you really didn't squash it. I don't think that's you, though. No, because if I say I squashed it, I squashed it, but most of the time I ain't saying I squashed it because I ain't squashed it. <laughs> <laughs> at least you're honest so she is like one of those people that like oh i'm not dealing with it and it's not really a big deal to me and then you come back mm-hmm. and she still got an attitude about some stuff so yeah i don't like people like that I, girl you talking about my biggest pet peeve so my biggest 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 pet peeve is when you having to argue with you having a disagreement with somebody you say oh you know what i'm done with it. i'm done with it and then other people come into the room and you express to them that <laughs> They, they be coming into the room like she she did this at the office she was like they was like how you doing people don't know how to accept what i'm saying and i and i'm like but i'm the people we just said that we weren't gonna do this like what so she's one of those people that hold on to stuff so um this week at work she was kind of kind of like giving me the cold shoulder i would ask her mm-hmm. questions she wouldn't answer the questions and all of that type of stuff so you know i i came to the realization in my mind and this is the bigger me this is why i said that i'm a, a little conflict person although you might not agree um mm-hmm. i realized i was standing in the kitchen on saturday and i i was washing the dishes and god revealed to me this is not her issue is not with you it might be it might seem like it's about you but it's not about you it's not mm-hmm. it's something internal within herself and it then is. i started dis- dissecting what it could be because i was a she was already there and i was a new person that came into the situation so mm-hmm. you know people are listening to me and people are not really listening to her so she just feels like she is not needed now that i'm there so i'm challenging something within her that you know she was like well why am i being cha-? like what's the reason so she's just focusing that energy towards me so i just this week i was like you know what but you you know that scripture that's like turn the other cheek friend i've been turning mm-hmm. the other cheek i've been on the other cheek well, that's good that is so good i'm so <laughs> proud of you <laughs> you would not agree that ain't my motto baby <laughs> What did Candy say on her husband? You go low, I go low. She said, I'm not, wait, we got to get it right. She's not Michelle Obama. Obama, right. She's not Michelle Obama. You go low, I go low with you. Okay, so why, why, I mean, do you feel like, I know I'm a person. I feel like, especially in the workplace, especially when people, I was just having this conversation earlier this week. When people in the workplace, when you become, when you're the new person, people are big bullies. Like they try to bully the new people. Mm -hmm. And I just, that vexed my spirit. Like, don't bully me. Like, (laughs) don't bully me, sis, because you might get big. (laughs) I'm just saying. I am a dog out here in these streets. Don't do it. I I come in and I do my job and I go on about my business. Right. And if you don't like me, if that's fine, just out of my space. But don't try to bully me because that's not they don't they like don't Nicki Minaj bullying. say, if you don't like me, that's fine, but watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I mean 
you know, because I am a person that believes in, because she's black and we're in a white space. So I believe mm-hmm. in the black woman always winning. I always root for us as black people when we're in white spaces. I, that might sound a little bit biased, but because we don't get the opportunities that a lot of other white people do when it's black women in a space or a black male or black people in a space. I try not to be confrontational with them. I try to do my confrontations with them or disagreements with them aside from outside of the presence of white folks, because I don't want them right. to think that they can, they have a divide that can cause a divide between us. So when we were having the conversation, the disagreement, we did it. She was arguing in front of the owner. I kept on saying, girl, relax. <laughs> relax and she was getting mad (laughs) and i kept i was looking at her like relax because you giving them fuel for the fire like Mm -hmm. i don't do that i don't i don't argue in front of white folks and show them that we have disagreements Mm -hmm. i'm not doing that with you i'm not going toe-to-toe with you so if you want to go toe-to-toe go to -to toe-to-toe with the wall that you're talking to because i'm out so you know that was just my challenge this weekend as we go into next week i'm just like i said to myself and i said to uh, i was having a conversation with tony i was like um i'm gonna pray about it i'm gonna ask god to give Mm -hmm. me guidance on it because i don't want i don't want it to be an issue where i mean because honestly let's truth be told friend um they almost let her go before and i don't want her to be let go from her job because she has a disruption with me i want her to succeed so you know whatever i got to do to avoid the, you know, I can't avoid everything. <laughs> honey, just put your anointing out there on the honey. She, it'll be good. Not her anointing. I... What's the anointing? What I'm supposed to say to her? <laughs> Give me the words. I need, I need no, guidance. I had a supervisor that was horrible. She was so horrible. And I used to have to literally sit in my car and pray before I walked in the building because I didn't know what I would, you know, what do to I her. would do mm-hmm. or what or what she, she was what kind of energy of. she was bringing. Right. So the simple fact is every day that I sat in that car and I prayed is a day each day got better. I promise you it worked. So just yeah. pray for her, pray for the situation and pray for the environment that y'all in and y'all be all right. Yeah, I think I'm going to be good because when we had the, the day of the TIFF girl, I was listening to Ty Trippett's new album. You know what? God knows how to bring a, a, a word into your spirit because I, I hadn't even listened to the album yet. And girl, he got this song on our call, Hallelujah Anyhow. Girl, that song was on repeat after we had that d- debate because I was just like, Hallelujah Anyhow, Hallelujah Anyhow. That's what I was feeding in my head. Girl, I don't know. But anyway, that was my week. Other than that, everything is good. I went to the gym. I've been active, all of that type of stuff. Been trying to get my, um, stay fit. I feel like. That, that's been my thing. Like, I'm fit, but I be eating cookies and cakes and stuff. <laughs> and the freeze pops, let me tell you, we bought a 250, 50s, no, 75 box freeze pop. Girl, we down to like 20 freeze pops. Really? Yes, girl. Ooh, you, you is my people. <laughs> <laughs> we down to like 20 freeze pops between me and Tony. And I ate like I mean, six of they them. Are, they are so good. It's so addictive. I'm it telling is. You. I'm telling you. But anyway, so I don't know if you've been uh, looking at social media because I know you're a mom and you be having you had a lot of issues last week. So <laughs> we just, I just did that. Did you get the opportunity to look at social media and see the clip that's going around of TD um, TD Jakes talking about the women in the church? Have you seen it? No. Tell okay, me, so tell girl, me. you got to go watch it. So 
this is old though this is from june it was during father's day so Mm -hmm. he did this um sermon on father's day about women basically the moral of the story was that people are taking from it was that the uh women are we are raising women to young women to be um men basically and how oh i did kind of see some you did see see some of it and how Mm -hmm. um he's how we're raising young women to be men and how we're throwing it you know the man is not the man of the house basically and that women are taking in the role and of men and saying that they don't need a man and all of this type of stuff but people didn't look at the full the full sermon and all the full clip because he spoke about that but he also said that there was a cause and effect for women to feel that way like he was saying you know how men be cheating on their women and they're not reliable and all that type of stuff and he was like you know it's a cause and effect but basically he was basically saying how is a it's a battle of the sexes it's a battle of the men and the women women feel like they have to take the reins because men some men some men some women feel like they have to take the reins because some men are not stepping up and being the fathers and being the providers mm-hmm. and being all of that and then there are some women that are just dominant women and they feel like okay well i i run this i'm you know they're the ultimate independent woman so my when i looked at the video right my first thought mm-hmm. was like who taught you, you me independence who taught me independence how where did that narrative come from in my life where did that narrative come from for some people because so people were so triggered about what he was saying but what half of the stuff that he was saying about these women throwing up in a man's faces i can do better all by myself blah 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 that was a real narrative that you hear people say mm-hmm. society created that yes do you yeah go ahead society created that a woman's supposed to be the strong individual and it starts within the household a lot of people didn't grow up with fathers so Mm. all they seen was this independent mother and when you keep when you grow up and all you see is your mother she's the one sacrificing she's the one doing it and she's the one giving her all you you automatically in your head like i don't need no man for nothing i can do this my mama did it Right, you know, that's the what where women get it from. Like, I don't need no man. I can do this. I don't need him. I ain't never had a man in my household. So, what makes it a difference? Right, and I can say at some point, I had a man in my household, but I was still like that. Like, you know, I don't need no man. But as I got older, and not that I need a man. But I want somebody to help me with the load and to be a partner and to, you know, right, encourage me and take me over to the next level as I take them over to the next level. But some people never even got the chance to see real love within a man. So it's automatic negative thoughts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, I mean, I think. I think independence was taught to us, but not in a fact of saying, oh, don't rely on no man. Don't let no man. It wasn't that narrative. It was just like, make sure you have your own goals that you accomplish. That's mm-hmm. how I was. That's how I was taught. My mom never said she never was the type of person that said, oh, you know, man, ain't blah, blah, blah. She was just like, make sure you have your own thing going on. Mm-hmm. Don't consume yourself with just finding somebody that's going to take care of you make sure you have your own thing and i think i think that narrative has kind of died 
it's okay to be your own woman, but it's okay to be a woman that's with someone else, you know, have a spouse, have a partner, have a, have a, um, a helpmate. You can be a helpmate to one another, as mm-hmm. the Bible would say. So do you think that the independent woman is killing relationships these days? No, I feel like a lot of, um, I don't see the word that's independent. Deep. Yeah. The word independent it throws me because you can be independent and still have a mate. I feel like people, I feel like the people that say, I don't need a man. Those are hurt in the women. That's the thing. They've been hurt so many times by men that they, they just throw that word out. Not that you're not independent because you have a man, but I feel like the ones that I don't need no man, they just been hurt by so many men starting with birth on down. You right. know what I'm saying? Oh, so it's a hurt language. Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. When you, when you attack the man that's in your life, that's you're like, I don't need you. I don't need you. But what about the women that are in relationships? They're in healthy relationships, right? Cause I've mm-hmm. heard this conversation with like some of my good girlfriends, friends i was like well you know he he ain't coming with what i need for him to come with he's a great person he's a great he's attentive to her um to to her emotions he's there when she needs him he might don't make all of the money the the amount of money a big am- amount of the money or bring the majority of the income but he's an attentive father he's everything right that mm-hmm. her package for a man besides the finances to say I don't need you. You're not bringing really nothing to the table anyway. That kind of independence within a relationship. Do you think that, you know, what about those women? In, but is she downing him? In yes. The sense of her? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. I mean, that, that, you know, think about it in context. Like, you got a good man, right? It, right here. Right. And you going to down him because he ain't bringing in you know but that again that is what society has said in front of people that if your man not if you this glorious um yeah person and you got this man who working a nine to five who's not making as much money than you then he's less than that's what society puts in but for me it's not a dollar amount that you can put on a man that treats you with all the respect in the yes. world. As long as he's contributing something to you and into the household, I don't give a dang on what you make. Long because, as you got some money coming in. That's right. Right. Long as you ain't just laying on my couch <laughs> and I'm paying all the bills. As long as you're trying, I can work with it because I, you weren't always the Fortune 500, you know. Right. You wasn't always the top entrepreneur. You had to work for that. And so as long as he's trying, as long as he's loving you, as long as he's a loving father, that's enough for me. People always put dollar amounts on everything. But that same dollar you got, you can lose at any moment. That's what else so do you true. have? That's so true. And I feel like when we think about this, so many people were triggered by this video. This I saw this video, this girl saying, that's the reason why people ain't going to church. The reason why you're not going to church is because that's your truth. And you don't want to admit that that's your truth. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest that like 
my mama used to always say the truth don't need no support the truth don't need no support because it triggers soon as the truth is thrown at you just think about it how many times somebody says something that's truthful and you get it you be like well uh that's not <laughs> you know you get so offended why because it's the truth it's you you know it's you you just not you just not gonna admit that it is you right so You're she right. was just like um that's the reason why people don't go to the church because they always bashing the woman and it's like no he's not bashing a woman he's just showing that there are different type of women in this world which is true there are women out here that get to only get with dudes because they got the bag mm-hmm. there are women that's out here <laughs> that only deal with dudes that ain't shit let's put it put call a spade what a spade is and then there are women that are out here there are professionals that do bash their men and then there are women out here that are okay with the builder man the man that's, mm-hmm. that has potential i see something in him so i'm gonna build with this man it is so mm-hmm. many different women out here like that that's what he was saying but y'all missed it because y'all said he he challenged the fact that y'all be bashing the men that's good to y'all and another thing, another comment I have. Um, I feel like a lot of people, when they, oh, how can I say this? Say how you, you feel, friend. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when, especially I see a lot of people who start, they start from the bottom together, right? Yeah. And one might go up before the other, but they get tired of waiting on the person to go to, to meet them at their level. But it's like, when you have somebody that's been there with you, when y'all had nothing, I feel like that's worth, you know, staying there. I get it when you're already probably accomplished and you don't want to, you know, you're bringing more to the table than the person actually person that you, that's trying to get what you are, you know, right. but when you didn't already started from the ground up, I think that you just need to, help your your partner get there but i get it if you already accomplished and you don't want to downgrade because men sometimes can be intimidated by women of that class so that starts to that starts to make the relationship a little shaky because they can't accept the fact that that woman is making more money than them or have a higher status than them I think that I think that number of people, um, men, is slimmer than we think it is, because it's mm-hmm. a lot of. I I think it's a lot of men out here that are okay with their spouse being successful, and um, making more money than them. They just want to be comfortable. They just want to live their life. They do what they got to do. It's very. I feel like it's very few men out here that's like, oh, she making more money than me. Wow. Because, you know, the man is the protector all the way. That's how society mm-hmm. views them. So if they can be in a situation where they like, damn, I don't got to work 15 jobs, um, <laughs> you know, I, where they can like kind of relax. Because really, honestly, as women, we got it easy. Let's be honest, because <laughs> we can have the child not saying that that's not an easy thing, but we can have the child and say, decide, oh, you know what? I'm gonna take a couple of years off. You for you go ahead and take care of this. Real Not quick. all the time. <laughs> not with some men. No, but I'm just saying we have the privilege. Some women have the privilege. I'm not saying every man is like that. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But some women have the privilege of sitting back at home and saying, 
oh, it's not an easy job to raise a child, but I can, I'm not going to work. I'm not going to have any other things that I have to do. I don't have to provide for the house in that way financially. Mm-hmm. Um, so some women have that benefit, but you know, we do have a privilege where some men, they have to be providers. It's, it's an expectation. If you're not providing for your family, who the fuck are you? That's how right, society but, make you look. Like, but it, a lot of times in society, a lot of men are not stepping up, and that's where the the women become this angry, independent. I don't need a nigga. For and I agree. It is mentality, and it's a balance. And it's, it's a balance. Too many, it's too many that's not stepping up. That's causing the. It's a cause and effect. You're not stepping up, so then you get these women, and even when they come across men who will step up and will be the provider, they're so hurt by the 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 man that never stepped up, and they always had the you know had this basically this hormone like I have to be the protector, the provider, and the nurturer, all in the same sense. I agree and disagree to that statement because it depends on what type of man they're going after. If it's the same type of guy that they surround themselves with, then that's a you problem. That's like if I'm going after I say, hey, the guy that I dealt with last time, he didn't know how to communicate. He didn't know how to do all of these things. And then Mm -hmm. I go date. I break up with that guy. And then I date a guy that's similar to that guy. Mm hmm then of course it's going to be damaged because you basically are it's you're a repeat offender at this point when it comes to your dating life instead of uh, sitting back and assessing the type of dudes that i've been dating are not the guys that i really want i might be attracted to said guy but those are not the guys that are beneficial for me so right that mean you that's a self-assessment at this point but, but, I do I'm, a, saying, but I'm, I'm not saying that i'm saying that you you experience this one experience, right? Oh, or one experience. Whatever gotcha, experiences. Gotcha. And when you find Mr. Right, you're too broken to even recognize the qualities in Mr. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. A lot of women do that. They get hurt by this group of men. And then you have this amazing guy that comes around. And because all of your baggage and all of the things that you've been through and that you didn't properly heal from it, you always have this shield that you won't let him break or you won't break down for him. And so that's the thing that the reincurring things that keep going on. Yeah. People, people place one group of people into a one and, group. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, except that kind of like, that's like the statement all niggas ain't shit. I don't believe that. <laughs> I mean, I think there are some ain't shit ass people out here. I think that category goes across the board. There are some ain't shit ass women. There are some ain't shit ass men. But to say, Mm -hmm. to group all men together, I think that is so unfortunate, especially as black men, because we are, they're already at a disadvantage already in society. So to group Mm -hmm. them and be like, oh, he ain't shit. They all ain't shit. No, just the dudes that you fucking with ain't shit. Let's call the spade what the spade is. Like, you know, sometimes I feel like as women, and I, I know for me specifically, when going back to the statement that you made about guys, a guy not uh, accepting the woman making too much money, I was in a relationship like that. I got dumped. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say I got dumped because it makes me feel empowered. Like I got it. No, think about it. When you say you got dumped, 
people be like, well, why you get dumped? Let me tell you. Um, so I got dumped or whatever via text message, by the way. Day before Valentine's Day, I like to put them them timestamps out there. Ooh, that is so boo. That is so coward. I don't like that. So I got dumped the day before Valentine's Day via text or whatever. I was standing outside in New York City on a, on the corner of the street getting off the bus. I, I knew the timestamp. I know exactly where I was. <laughs> and so he before then i didn't have a job i had like my job was contracted out i didn't have a job or whatever and he was helping take care of me like i had like a savings or whatever but he was like taking care of other things like we would go out he would pay some bills he bought me a new cell phone shout out to you bro um (laughs) and all of that and he was taking majority of the load i didn't stay with him i had somewhere to stay but he was taking care of like uh, my other finances and then i got Mm -hmm. this job that paid more money to him child he's flipped he flipped on me real quick (laughs) he basically ghosted me and i was like well if you don't want to be in this relationship let me know so i can know where i can go from here (laughs) he sent me a text message and was like we live two different lives i was like clearly he sent a text message on the phone he 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 bought you yeah (laughs) well you came up (laughs) (laughs) not a come up (laughs) he did he texted me on the phone he got me yeah he did so i I never thought about it like that i was coming up you know you did. i you did i had a little up. come up maybe i was on my city girl shit before i knew it yeah. uh so you know i uh i did and he he definitely started acting strange when i got hired for the job and I remember saying to him, like, what's happening? He was like, well, you're working, you're working all the time and I don't want to disrupt you. And I was like, well, how you disrupting me? I just got my job. <laughs> That's what people do. We go to work, we come back home, we have leisure time, we have personal time, whatever. But I mean, it was a different situation. I had never experienced something like that because I was just like, I, I didn't know that these men exist. But mm-hmm. our whole relationship, he was a trick. And not, not not a trick where I was his hoe. Let me clarify. He was a trick. <laughs> he was a trick. He was a tricking guy. Like he liked to splurge and spend his money and take women out on lavish dates and buy them big expensive gifts. Where I wasn't that type of chick. I didn't, you know, I didn't really care for that type of stuff. It wasn't that big mm-hmm. of a deal to me. But to him, throwing the money was a big deal. And I was just like, okay, we. All right, thank you. Where them dollars at? Thank you. Where them dollars? That's what that's what you're saying. No, you out here making it seem like I'm out here stripping on the pole for you. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I feel like going back to the original conversation. I feel like it is. It's a balance, and it's a lot of women uh-huh. out here that. Um, and men that need to understand, you know, that there is a balance. We, it's a cause and effect for everything. And as many people that were triggered by that video, it was a lot of people that eyes were opened by that video and understood the assignment, understood what he was saying. Cause I feel like a lot of people took it out of context. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I'm just like, I'm like independent. I'm like, yeah. Let me get my independent on. I need to have me. But I'm kind of old school too, honey. I like to be kept. I like to be kept. (laughs) (laughs) Look, I'm independent, but I like to be kept sometimes. I don't mind you paying my bills. You want to pay for my nails? You want to get my hair done? I don't mind. 
Look. Yes, baby, provide, honey. Show me, you know. Flew me out. Flew me out. Flew me out, honey. You know. <laughs> that is funny. Flew me out, honey. I mean, I feel like it's one of those situations where you definitely need to have a balance. I want to be protected. But I can protect myself mm-hmm. at the same time. Like if he's not, yeah. Like if my husband, I love when my husband protects me. Oh my god, it is just so sexy. I be it like, just make you just feel okay. Okay, so he yeah. love me. He out here loving me and stuff. A <laughs> bit. Yeah, but I can, you know, I can get, I can get it myself, but it's, it just does something to you when your man just stands up for you. Okay, you better put talk about it. You, you better, better talk. Put your foot down. You better not put your foot down. He he had a standing up. He had an up in the knee position. <laughs> Yeah, he just slammed it on. Boom, this is what it is. So, what did you learn about yourself this week that you were like, oh my God, I had an aha moment that I didn't even know about myself? Aha moment. Let me see. It could be good. It could be a good aha moment. Because we always talk about negative shit in the world i feel like no like think, no for real like i feel like when when we have girl chats like this we always talking about the pro the 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 um the cons of something we never talk about the pros of things that we experience throughout the week it's a pros that she was like damn mm-hmm. bitch you that you that you that chick like <laughs> uh i don't oh so I was listening to church earlier today mm-hmm. and um, they were talking about generation, um, how God helps generations and breaking generational curses and how uh, women that are unbearing or can't bear when God blesses their wounds, how they are um, creating a, a iconic personality. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dang. That's me, you know. When I look at my child, I'm like, they said she would not be here. Mm, but God yeah. says here she is. Right. And when he brought her out, she's I know for sure. I don't know what she's gonna be, but I know she's going to be something great. Yeah. I feel it in my spirit and in my soul. She's just this amazing little human being. And so I'm like Okay. Okay. Come on, look at, come on, God. Thank you for the vessel. Come on. Thank you for making me the vessel. I mean, that's let, powerful. That is very let me powerful. Know yeah. You know, I think it's so funny that you say that because she is like Jada. <laughs> and you said it before. You was like, Jada is you. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> she is kind of me. She is adventurous, courageous. She is. I mean, she's a part of all of us, I feel like. Uh-huh. But as as you talk about her, I was like, this little girl is definitely me. And she ain't never been around me in her whole life every day. Uh-huh. She is just like vocal and she's the term she she knows exactly what she wants to do and what she doesn't want to do and i think that's a beautiful thing as a child at four to say girl i know who i am don't tell me who i am i know who i am thank you so much for coming to the show we appreciate you for showing up thank you don't forget to grab a a t-shirt on your way out that says the jada show (laughs) i think that's 
a beautiful thing. And for you to, it's so funny because I was just looking at the Instagram the other day and I was like, when she, you knew you was pregnant, you ain't tell me. I was so upset with you. Uh, <laughs> and I remember saying, um, I think your dad was saying to me, like, she was just really concerned about it because people said that she wouldn't. And I was like, I didn't look at it from that perspective. I was like, we share stuff like that, big stuff all the time. But that was a moment between you and yourself and your your fiance. And I didn't think about it from that perspective. I was looking for my own perspective. Like, mm-hmm. we share everything. Why would she not tell me that she's with child? <laughs> like, Girl, a wary mess, honey. I'm like, woo, it's true god <laughs> yeah i mean but i didn't even think about it from that perspective i was like why didn't she tell me that she was with child because me i didn't even think about the diagnosis that you got before so mm-hmm. it was so many years ago so i was like mm, that's they lying that's what i thought <laughs> i'll be honest with you i keep on saying they lie they don't know what they talk about <laughs> i never said that to you but i was like girl they lie that's what I was thinking in my head when you, when you got the diagnosis. What eighteen? Mm-hmm. How many years ago with that was that? I was like, they lying. They don't know what they talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so when you didn't tell me, I was like, why she didn't tell me? But I didn't even think about that from a perspective. Um, but no, that's that's a that's a beautiful thought to have because Jada is going to be something extraordinary. She she already know it, and if she don't even know it, she thinking it right now yeah. <laughs> oh, man. i know uh so what did you what did you learn about have, myself what was your this aha week? moment this week my aha moment was um that i'm i'm, I'm my aha moment was that i'm stronger than i think i am emotionally because I find Ooh, yeah. I find myself being saying, "Oh my God, I'm so weak, emotional." Because I'm a Pisces, we all weak. <laughs> we every video is of us crying and falling the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm overly emotional. All of the stereotypes that they say that Pisces are—that's totally fucking me. Um, but the simple fact is, looking at you from the outside point of view, you always hold yourself like nothing gets to you girl i be faking it (laughs) you know how rihanna i don't know if you've seen that sound by of somebody was like rihanna what do you do you always seem so confident what do you do when you don't uh when you don't have confidence she said fake it that is me all day long i be faking that confidence to the to the end of the day until i close the door and come home and then i'll be like husband they really hurt my feelings today But I found out that I'm emotional. I'm emotional. I'm so much in control of my emotions than I thought I was. Cause I always uh-huh. feel like I'm, and this is just my truth. And y'all can come for me if you want to. I'm a pretend. Um, but my, I feel like I always feel like I'm emotionally weak. Like I just let words affect me so bad. And I realized this week, I was like, you know, them are just words. Let me just let this go. I'm I really cuz I had a conversation with your dad and he said something and he was like he was like, "I'm sorry to offend you. I'm sorry." I said, "I do not feel offended." <laughs> and he was like, "Okay." Cuz normally I will be like, "Oh my god, you you offended me." I was like, "I do not feel offended." He was like, "Well, I didn't mean to judge you. I do not feel judged." 
And I was just so in control of my emotions at that time. But the stuff that he was saying would have triggered me in the past. But I was just like, um, I'm not, I'm not phased. Thank you so much for coming to the show. It's called the Alexis Show. We on your way out. Get your t-shirt. Thank you so much for coming. I heard that. Let's get a clap, clap for that. Yes. I'm so proud of your emotional stance. Yeah, okay. girl. I was like, sir, I am not phased. <laughs> so I was very proud of myself this week, and I've been, I've been, I've been going, I've been pulling up on my emotional stability, honey. I be like, okay. I be looking at myself like, bitch, you ain't even. You ain't even fall on the ground. Girl, we standing. <laughs> we standing up. <laughs> oh, my God. This was such a great conversation. I'm so happy. So is there anything you're working on that people can know that they can look forward to until we reconvene next month? Is there anything you want people to check out? Um, yes, they can go to my podcast, the Backbone Podcast, yes. and check us out. Me and my two co-stars, we are killing it. We're talking about motherhood, womanhood, getting your, you know, your life. Okay, so getting your mama out. life together. Get your mama life together. Honey. I love that. And they can check it out on what on what um platforms? Uh, Spotify for show and um uh, Apple. Apple and Spotify Backbone Podcast. Go ahead and check that out. Jerrica, I want to thank you so much for joining into this conversation. It was so good to girl chat with you. I know. I love it. It was amazing. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll talk to you soon and have a good day. I love you. Love you too. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the girl chat with Jerrica Anderson. Don't forget to check out her podcast, the backbone podcast on Spotify and Apple, Apple podcast. Also, don't forget to check us out. Thank you guys so so much for coming back every week. I appreciate you. You guys are so amazing. Um, don't forget to check us out on Spotify, Apple music, um, Amazon music and rageworksnetwork.com where you can check out all of our episodes and enjoy them all and like, subscribe, and comment don't forget to check me out on my social media i put out some really great stuff so don't forget to check me out on um, instagram twitter and tiktok i am ticking and talking at alana fuss a-l-o-n-a-f-u-s-s and don't forget that slam for you is the best lifestyle to live have a good day bye